day to day. Walter. Come on. Oh, We're running out of pre-recorded ones. All right, all right. Oh, I've done it. I've done it. Yes. Done it. So I was, was going to do that. So are we on? We're on. Right. Hello, this is episode what, nine. Uh, yes, nine. Episode nine. And it's actually the first one I've done for a wee while, Chris, isn't it? Aye, it's been... Probably about three or four weeks, because we had a big backlog of them. Aye, last one we had John, that must have been... Was it aye. January we done that? And this is February. Aye, so, aye, so about a month a ago. Well, so January was only like a couple of days ago, really. But... Aye, but like real podcasters are in the studio like a couple of times a week. <laughs> I know, I wait till, wait, wait till we're, we're getting like 10,000 views per episode and all that I feel we are, like we are, No, we are, we are real podcasters, Chris This is real well, Sorry, I meant uh, full-time professional no, podcast. No, that, that's where we are you got to believe it you got to believe that hey, That brings me on to my first point of the day We need to do some uh, on-camera mic training How? What do you mean? I need, uh, I need you to try and keep your mouth within this all right, I'm Twist, aye, see, I, see when I'm editing these? See, I'm all right with a wee comical away and shout right, for some right, effect, right. but most of your conversations have been like that when I'm editing, and it's like you're coming through my mic and it's an annoying all thing right. to try and edit. Right, so leave all that. Leave all that. Is that better for writing like that? See, see it's only episode nine, and I'm, I'm, getting, I'm now getting bullied. No, no. He's bullying me! No, see, other Who people... Who do I speak to about this? Viewers would start bullying you and harassing you for oh, that being annoying. Oh, no, so. this is like my back in the warehouse, people shouting at me, you're not doing your job right! I'm doing my best! Right, I mean, so, you're, you're leaning over into the mic. You can just move the thing and it'll come to you. Can you look at my... You can look at an automatic mic that just follows my mouth. We don't have the budget for that yet. <laughs> <laughs> One day. So if you, if you join our, our uh, Patreon, so you can pay for something that does that. Aye, we'll get there. We'll get there. Aye. Right. I know, you're, you're right. Thanks for pointing out. It's, you know, as it's like, see, like, do, now you're doing my workshop, and now people don't notice the microphone thing. Aye, which... Uh, and this is quite new to me as well, so it's kind of a... Aye, it's it's a it is a different thing in this setting. You can Aye. be a bit more thingy with it in a live setting, especially in a small room. You can do rooms Aye. that you don't even particularly... I mean, there's people in the workshop that sometimes are barely in, going into the mic or whatever. Aye. But in the size of that room, you can still hear them. Aye. But if you're doing a big room, you're kind of gubbed. Aye. Which, you know, you don't really think about when you're doing it, but if you're watching somebody, then you notice it. Aye. Uh, so that, it's just like, once doing stand-up, I'm used to, I know exactly where the mic's meant to be. Uh, so see if I'm shouting, see if I'm at a gig where I'm actually shouting... You know, Aye. I was doing a gig in Nottingham a couple of weeks ago and I had to shout because there was a bit of a, a guy being a bit of a heckly. Right. I had to do a bit of shouting, but when you're shouting sometimes you, you step back a wee bit. Aye. You know, to, so, that, so it's not too loud. So you, you kind of a, intuitively get, um, do that. Bill Burr's a good master of that, and he? he does Aye. like the odd wee thing where like he'll be in character and shout something, but he does it away from the mic. Aye, so it's not it's not too mental. Aye. Aye. So now I'm just adjusting some uh, some settings here now that you're you're talking at a reasonable level. <laughs> <laughs> it's only took you nine weeks to tell me this, Chris. Or longer than that. We have, in fact, discussed it off camera, but he's clearly not taking it on board, so I'm doing it on record. <laughs> oh, no, fucking bully me. See, hang on, the worst kind of bully is doing it in front of people. You know what I mean? You're, you're... All six viewers are going to hear this. Why? <laughs> Why did you not take me aside today, this? You're making a fucking example of me in front of that two cunts are watching this. No, now you'll remember. I don't even watch this. <laughs> You don't actually. I don't. I, sometimes I, don't, I, I do watch bits. Sometimes, like the morning after it gets uploaded, I go on and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's got three views!" And then I realise the night before I've viewed it and then refreshed a couple of times aye, just aye, to aye. check things. So. We're getting there. We're getting there. No, but they actually don't know bad for views. Right. It's consistency. Do you know I have half of them? Half of like, do you, know, do you ever get negative people? All the time. Right, because I was talking about this right, and I've got a pal right, and I'm not going to. It's a pal, and you know these pals that are always into statistics and logical and. Like everything's sensible. Oh, 
And so somebody said to me recently, I was saying like, pod, what was I saying again? Something about podcasts. No, I put a thing up about the comedians. Is uh, social media more important than TV these days? Mm-hmm. You know, building a bit, building an audience on social media is more important than TV. I just said that. I remember you saying. I remember seeing you posted that. And I reckon it is because um, you know, less people watch TV these days. That's all it is. Yeah, and more people watch like this type podcast Aye. thing or at least look at people's social media to kind of get their content. So even just a lot of stand-up is just from TikTok clips and stuff Aye. now. Do you know what Aye. I mean? Guys like Paul Smith have got Aye. to Paul, the top of the game just from Paul putting Smith's clips out. Paul never been near TV, I don't think. No, I think... Adam Rowe, there's a few other guys. Aye. Well, he's done live at the Apollo, but most of what he's come up in the success has come, I think, Aye. from social media and podcasting. Hi, well, there's... Um, have you seen Mark Simmons... I think I know that name, aye. So he's a big, he's a big tall ginger guy, right? Um, and like, I, I talked to him doing again at Edinburgh Festival. He's done Live at the Apollo, Mock the Week, stuff like that. Aye, I'm sure I'd know the face if I saw it. Aye, big tall ginger guy. He does like puns and all that. He'll ask the audience, what's your name? Was it Mark Simmons? Mark Simmons. He'll, he'll kind of make up jokes on the spot. He's quite good. He's got a good following. Yeah, yeah, I recognise so, him. So I was talking to him. I was doing the gig after him one year. and uh, I've seen quite a lot. You talk about the, you've got that bit that you do about uh, Comedian Destroys Heckler. I've seen them of him. Uh, videos of him that's like Comedian Destroys Heckler. Aye, aye, aye. I'm actually talking, taking piss out of hecklers. Aye. Uh, so, so he said that he's been on Mock the Week live at the Apollo and he says that made a difference to his career but not huge. Yeah. It was the clips of live at the Apollo and Mock the Week that went on, then went on TikTok Aye, well, that's, I've seen they a lot of people, that seems to be, people are still going for Live at the Apollo, which Aye. used to be like the pinnacle of I've made it in comedy, Aye. but people want that now just to be able to put the clips out Aye. from it. That's, that's how the game's kind of changed that way. Because it was like, um, the Kevin Bridges, he went big maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago or something like that. Aye, it was McIntyre's Roadshow that so kind of Ma- thingy him on it. So McIntyre's Roadshow, and he got that last minute. It was obviously, he was building up his career up to that point, but somebody, somebody, um, Dropped out that night. I'm sure I read this in his book. I mentioned that. Like, so somebody dropped out. I'm not 100 sure it was. It might have been Craig Hill, but I'm not. I couldn't. I couldn't uh, right. guarantee that. Uh, so he, they dropped out. It was at Edinburgh. It was going to film the Playhouse, I think. All right. So Kevin Bridges kind of could try to come in and do uh, your bit. Uh, Michael Pyatt does road show. They went fucking right. I do. And that five minute spot or whatever it was just changed his career. All right. Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm paying attention. I'm just I, trying to sort this out. <laughs> oh, sorry. And so that that was like that was the one that just took took him right up. Yeah. And there was same with Billy Conley when he got on the Parkinson's show years yep. ago. That was when there was only like three channels. Aye. So if you think about it, from from, from Billy Conley doing that was three channels. So they're going to get like twenty million viewers. To a few years ago, Kevin Bridges maybe gets I don't know eight million viewers. But now you're on live with Apollo. You're not getting anywhere near that now. No. You know, so it's just a different game. So what were we talking about there? Aye, so I was talking about somebody who was being like, logical. And, so you know these cunts that are, everything's got to look at statistics aye, aye, and all aye. that, which I get. So this person said, um, the message me right, and it's a good pal, so I'm not going to mention who they are. And they went, oh, um, aye, podcasts, podcasts are saturated now. Everybody's doing a podcast. I went, Aye, but so what? It's like, there's, I think we're still at the very early ages of podcasts. Aye, I, I, there was a wee bit of me when we started this, kind of maybe thought that, because in the last, Aye. I'm going to say four years, basically 
A lot of comedians started a podcast in lockdown because it's all aye. they could do. But how many kept going with it though? Well, aye, that's it. I mean, obviously the, the good ones have sort of filtered their way through and the aye. shite ones have stopped. So so the statistic was, she, she, they, I won't say, the person said, right, the person said, uh, 90, so much, like 90% of podcasts fail or they, they, they do... They do less than 20 and they give up. I says, well, and that's because that's why they fail because they do less than 20 and they give up. Aye. See, I've seen other statistics that say But if you look at the ones that do one a week for a year, they're the ones that start taking off. So you need, it's consistency that works. Aye, so instead of looking at the whole thing, they like uh, podcasts don't, like majority of podcasts don't make it, look at the ones that do do well and say, right, Aye. what do they do differently for the ones that aren't making it and do that? Because even That's if you start simple. off within your first 20, or I've seen other statistics that say most fail before they get to like seven or eight episodes. Aye. But We're at number nine, Chris! Here we are. But um, <laughs> the, a lot of those ones that get to whatever probably don't get big until after a while. Do you know what Aye. I mean? We might, we're on nine episodes. People might have watched a few and been like, ah, it's no for me. But in 20 episodes time, we might have, I mean, even in the ones we've done, we've got a bit more direction to it. We're Aye. all better at it so that we can only keep improving. And and that's the thing, it's like, um, and, and the, the guy Russell Brunson who I follow, he says, do something for a long time, find your voice. He says, people, people that do, like YouTubers, a lot of them, like see these guys are getting millions of views every week. Yeah. A lot of them were shite, if you look at their first videos. Uh, you like Mr. Beast? I, you know him? I, 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 know, I don't know much about him, but he was probably shite when they started. I remember seeing some of his early stuff and he would do daft, daft challenges, just like trying to stay awake for 24 hours and just film himself. Doing shit like that, and I just thought his phone. Aye, and like daft be challenges like that, which never get many views, but that grew and grew, and into now he's like the most successful Aye. YouTuber. I I've only actually kind of seen bits of him recently. Aye. I've but, heard about him, but, but you'll definitely have heard of him. Aye. Aye. And now he's got like all sorts of lines of like he's got restaurants and he's got chocolate bars you can buy on top of being like, the most rich YouTube guy. So. Aye, but he could have like seen the comments on those early videos of doing daft wee challenges and being like, oh, I need to like this, I'll give up. And he would have never turned into what he is now, so. Aye, because like, I've done it, I've done it myself. See, see, I used to do a lot of live videos on Facebook. Aye, I remember seeing some of them. And, uh, and I need to do more, I need to get more into that again. And uh, I would see myself, I'd be on, I'd be on the phone, kind of doing my live and talking, but you see the numbers. I see like how many viewers you've got. So you see, oh, I've got 10 viewers, I'm like, fucking yes. Then you've got nine, or somebody hates me. 12, somebody likes me. <laughs> then three people leave, you're like, fucking cunts. It's like being at a gig. And like, like in my head, it was like a gig. I start off with a good crowd, people start leaving. They're like, oh no, they think I'm <laughs> shite. See, so it gets in your head, but it's it's about consistency. And what 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 I, I like, um, one of my good a philosophy I like See if there's like five. See at the moment. See if there's five people that enjoy this. There aye. might be more. There might be less. But if there's five people that watch this every week, you're doing it for them. Aye, that's it. You're doing it's... it for them, and you're and um, and that's the kind of people you want. And Definitely, the more you aye. do it, you be, you get six of them, then you get ten of them, and then you get twenty, then you get hundred. Start spreading. Like and it a... just takes time though, and it, and it's one of these things that could take a year, and then somebody says, "Oh, this is a good podcast." Like somebody like say Stuart Lee could see it go, these guys are good. And it just takes one guy going, look at this totally. podcast and all of a sudden it's... So I've not, like I've, I can, I check the statistics every so often of like how many viewers we get on the YouTube and listeners and all the audio Aye. stuff. And there is like, I kind of think of a number off the top of my head, but there's like a decent, every week, decent number. Aye. And it shows you like your retention of like 
people that watched the last episode that came back to watch the next one. And that oh, number right. is quite good. Right, oh, so um, the people come back, it tells aye, you that? Aye. It tells you that on YouTube? Uh, I can't remember if it was YouTube or the audio on Podbean that tells you that. Aye. But uh, aye, it's like we do have a decent audience that watch all of them. Right. Um, what we do need is people to start like writing in, even just commenting on the videos or aye, um, aye. emailing obeypodcast at gmail.com it doesn't even need to be I've been saying like right in with your list what you want to do even just like comment saying if you like the stuff like the videos and that if you hate it aye tell us that because that's good for our self esteem if you hate it tell us why and we'll try and improve it no fuck them aye okay if you if you if you're right I didn't tell us why you don't like it tell us to try to improve it you work out how to improve yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you improve. <laughs> Think about what you've done. What have you done? Have you ever done a podcast? I can't. Sorry, sorry, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> you tell me. I get it. I was like, I mean, fucking sat in your computer in your pants in your mom's basement, fucking telling us we're shite. Fuck you. <laughs> sorry. That's what we're doing this week. Social social media. <laughs> social media is a monster these days, isn't it? <laughs> Aye. So what have we got today? So um, I've been doing. There's a camera over there. Ah, that's your camera. Is that? You're on that one. <laughs> I'm on that one. So, so I've, Chris has been doing like one of his fuckets uh, the last few weeks. So Chris has been doing my my work, my comedy workshop. So we've done how many weeks? Four weeks? Three weeks? Uh, the fourth one's tomorrow, so we've done three. So we've done three. So, and so right, aye, so how, how have you found it, Chris? Interesting. Aye. Aye. But I I'm not going to say it's not what I was expecting because I don't really oh, know what I was expecting. Aye, because you don't know what you're. What, what were you expecting and what you getting? Like, tell um, us. I think I expected, and I don't really know why because I know it's not like a stand up course, it's a comedy workshop. Aye. So obviously, like quite a few of the people in the class are a bit more experienced. Or right. They've done the workshop before. Aye, aye, aye. Some of them have done the workshop before and been out gigging like mad. Aye. Some of them have done it before and not really done anything with it. Aye, and that annoys me. I've come back. <laughs> me. I, I hate that when somebody's quite good and they, they do my workshop. Like, You've got a good five, and then they don't the end way. I was like, fucking go and do some gigs, man. Aye. Annoys me. So there's a bit of that. And then there's some other people that are like in more in my boat that have never done Aye. any comedy. Oh dear. Never done any stand up at all. Uh, and never even done any like public speaking Aye. type thing. I think I've, I've mentioned in, in the course, in the workshop that I, that's one of my kind of, what's the word? One of the things I'm probably struggling with the most is just sort of the nerves of standing up and aye. talking into a mic, aye. which aye. is a bit odd, like, as I said on an episode of this before, like I've been standing on stages and performing for years since I was like five, aye. but that having, I've actually got a bit, a bit that I'm going to do tomorrow, Right. talking about that and being like, I've been playing music and been on stage for years, which aye. I'm fine with, that's my happy place, that's my comfort zone, but taking my guitar off me is like oh, aye, taking aye. my pants down. Aye, that's like comfort, comfort aye. blanket. So I was going to, like, one of the wee bits I want to bring to the workshop tomorrow has been, like, I feel like having my guitar taken off me is like having my pants taken down. Aye. And, but I feel like if I was standing up here with my cock out, I might be getting more laughs. That's so, all right. Something aye. along those lines. Aye, aye. A wee analogy there. Aye. Aye, aye. Because so, it's true. It's totally true. It's, um, I, I've always... <laughs> it's always like a... Because like a, a, I'm... I was... Like, there's a bit of material that I've no wrote, but... Just sometimes you get reminded of bits that I had in my head years ago, but I never done yeah. anyway. So I'm the opposite of that. So I'm quite confident on stage with a microphone and like a hundred people in the room. Aye. Well, like I'm that's me my confidence now, but that's that. Well, that's because I've done it for years. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking that um, like I'm like I'm not confident in other areas. You know what I mean? So I've had like a. Uh, 
say I'm, say I'm talking to somebody I like, say if there's a female I like and I, can, I don't know what to do about it. So I'm, think, so I'm thinking, have I just got a microphone in front of me? <laughs> so, so, so rather I'm just talking to somebody one-to-one, I've had a microphone, spoke to her as a stand-up comedian <laughs> rather than just talking to somebody. Aye, that would make you more comfortable Aye. to talk to them. Oh. I have to tell somebody that... Um, <laughs> like I think like maybe like if you were a stand up, like I think like something nerve wracking would be to tell somebody that somebody died, right? But if I took the comedy persona, aye, like as if there's a crowd or if there's aye. a crowd, be like, so, hands up if you've got a granny. <laughs> hey, you know anymore? anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hands up if you've not seen your granny for two weeks. Yay! That's because she's dead. Anyway, she died this morning with a heart attack. Da 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 da. No, I mean, <laughs> so it's definitely aye, there's, there's something in there you could. Aye, aye, I could think work that, as a bit. Aye, aye, or even like even things like see like um, I'm I'm like, phone calls scare me. I'm not good in the phone. No, especially like I mean, if it's just family or friends, it's all right. But see, when it comes to work, again, if it's my colleagues that I talk to all the time, it's all right. But see, if I need to phone a customer and be a bit professional, about it, I'm shite. <laughs> aye, I don't know what it is. It. It's like if I'm in their office talking to them. I'm fine, but there's just something about being over the phone that feels a bit formal when you need to put this ever, persona on to be on the oh, phone. Oh, totally. Some I need to be prepared for a phone call. I need somebody to message me on my phone and go, I'm going to phone you in 10 minutes. Is that all right? Aye, and I'll go, I get that. Right, right. I'm going to get myself in the zone here for a phone call. Aye. I go, hey, come on, you can do this. You can do this. Hello. <laughs> or, see if, or see if you do have that. Like somebody's like, I'm going to phone you at this time. And you're like counting down the seconds until then. See if they don't phone you then, and then every second that goes on past that, Aye. you're like, what's happened? It's going to be bad. I know. I fucking, that's weird, isn't it? Um, so, so I'm more confident on stage than I am fucking phone calls. Phone calls are bad enough, but see when a fucking, like a video call comes up, I'm like, get that to fuck. <laughs> like, message me, you weirdo. Somebody did a video call when I'm fucking uh, uh, sitting in my pants in my house. It is quite an aggressive move to video call somebody without... Like prior warning or organisation. It's not like a phone call. No. <laughs> no, I done I done a couple of video calls the other day and I was doing some one to ones with the, the workshop aye, class. Aye. But even that I had to kinda be mentally mentally prepared for it. I done a Zoom with somebody and a video call with two other people and even that I was like, come on, come on. But then <laughs> once I was on it was fine. Aye. But it's funny because you're just having a conversation like if you would have you would have had the same conversation with them in person and it would have been no different. But there's a weird I don't know what it is. Difference one. when it's like through that thing. Uh, but, um, aye. So another mad. thing, another thing about the workshop, we mentioned that, I mentioned it on week one. So week one we did, everyone had to get up on the stage. Like the very first task we did was just stand up. It doesn't need to be a bit of comedy you do because we've not all prepared aye. bits or anything, but just stand up, give a brief introduction of yourself and just talk about something. And then you would maybe give us a wee prompt of like, what's well, been annoying you this week? Aye, aye, maybe, aye. maybe try and work out a wee something for that. So... I think when we did that, I was one of the last up. Aye. And uh, I was kind of feeling all right as we started. And then as everyone else went up and I saw them, I felt I was getting a bit more nervous. Right. As it was all waiting. Aye, as it was coming towards me, I was like, and some people, especially the ones that were more experienced and had done a bit of comedy that got up and actually did a bit. Aye. I was like, I'm not going to do that. I don't fucking, I don't know what I'm going to say. And it got to me and I was all right. I did my wee introduction. I told that mad story about the pizza. Mind I was in that restaurant and ordered a pizza and she was like, 
No, you can't have a pizza because no, they... it's January. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, good that was like your wee thing when you were like, uh, something that annoyed you this week. And again, I hadn't prepared anything, but that was literally something that happened the day before. Aye, and I right. thought it was quite funny. And that, even that could maybe turn into a bit for comedy, but... See, that that's was... it. I like putting people on the spot a wee bit because it gets... I think a lot of my workshop uh, is about getting people out of their comfort zone a wee bit. Yeah. So we did that and I was kind of nervous when I got up because I was towards the end of the group. Aye. Then the next task... You were headlining, did, mate. You were headlining. don't think I was quite, but I was towards the end. <laughs> um, and then the next thing we did was we'd all wrote down like a wee subject or something and put it in a hat and we had aye, to get up and pick, pick something to talk about. And I was up quite early, if not first in that one. So part of me was like, oh, good, that doesn't give me time to get those nerves built up. Aye. And then I got up, did what I did again. I, I didn't really get much in terms of material, but I did whatever I did and it was all right. And then as everyone else went up and did their stuff, I was like, oh, fuck, I wish I was going next because they, they've all gave me wee ideas. Aye. So aye. I've, I've found in the three weeks that there's no good place <laughs> to be because I'm nah. like, if, if I'm after a few people, I'll be nervous having seen them. But if I'm first, I'll be angry because everyone else going up before me gives me Aye. Some ideas and some inspiration. So Aye. I haven't quite decided yet whether I like being up first or up near the end. I'll put you on the middle the next time. So <laughs> well, I think even last time I was maybe near the middle. And then I just had a bit of both. <laughs> Aye. But, um, That's a weird thing, isn't it? Because you go on first, you don't think you're prepared, but then you get out, get out of the way. You're on last. I feel like if, if I was on later, I'd be like, oh, I could have done better because they gave me that wee idea. I could have took that. But if I did do it later, I would be more nervous because I just get in my own head as everyone's coming up. I think Aye. last the, the one we did last week, I was trying... I tried a wee bit of the kind of visualisation stuff that we did. Aye, aye. Uh, we've talked about it on here before, but we did it in the workshop as well, just picturing yourself in what you would consider your comfort zone or a happy place, somewhere aye. that you feel confident and where's stuff. Your ha- where's your happy place, Chris? Which, weirdly, I was picturing myself being on stage, but I had my guitar and I was ah, like doing right, a gig. Right, right, right. Um, I don't think I quite got into that. I was also trying just a bit of, just as uh, Murray was on before me and he was finishing up and we were talking about his stuff, I was just trying to get a bit of... Wim Hof type breathing going to get ah, myself right, aye. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if everybody noticed me in the corner doing it why is Chris heavy breathing in the corner why, why is he why is Chris sitting in the bath of ice before he goes on stage <laughs> don't mind me folks with my hose coming <laughs> down through the toilet um, I've tried a wee bit of that and again I felt like last week was the first time that we were actually trying a wee bit of material aye. that we'd prepared and it went alright but it's like the comment on what I did was like, it was some good stuff. You just basically ran through it in about two minutes. Aye. And I think that was just the nerves. Like I'd had it in my head and I'd kind of gone through it a few times through the week and on the way there that day. But the nerves just kind of got me going fast and I missed a few wee bits and like what I felt was going to be like maybe a three or four minute bit ended up being two, two and a half. So that's something I need to work on and that's obviously what the workshop's about, getting up there and and learning that and working on it. So that's why I do my best to get people on as often as possible because you learn that you yeah. learn more because it was like the guys that were talking about the workshops you done at the Edinburgh Festival where it was like two days of theory and you've and never been go, on a stage you've never been on a stage you go right now you've got a gig well fuck off I think you... that's mad I, I couldn't do it if it was that way like I'm nah. still a bit shaky just now thinking about the gig that's at the end of this but Aye. I know I'll be I'll certainly be more comfortable with it then than I am now because that's what we're working towards but if, if I did that course expecting to get a bit of experience and all it is is sort of theory on writing jokes. And then you're on stage. Aye. Yeah, because I try and do like kind of intermittent theory as I go. So well, I you sort of try and do it as I go. You do your, re- you maybe do a bit at the start and we'll do like we're going to try this this week. But then as everyone comes off and does their bits, 
You Aye. sort of give them feedback and also bits of theory that apply to that Aye. and to everything else. So you sort of, as you say, spread it out within the Aye, whole so thing, I kind of which a, I like. like. I have got a structure, but I kind of, I kind of try to do it the way that that a lot of comedians that don't do workshops learn stand up. They kind of learn as they go. Yeah. So I'm getting people up and goes, right, you see that bit you did, like thinky this things like one of the biggest things is timing. It's like a. When you tell a joke, somebody if somebody tells a joke, got a laugh. Mm-hmm. If they're nervous, they keep speaking over the laugh, and that's huge. Yeah, yeah, you, need you to know, let, let it just so, sit for a bit. And so, if I, so if I said to you something that you was funny, but then I started speaking right away, it stops you from laughing. Yeah, and the kind of a train you can train an audience to not laugh. Aye, because you might have got laughs if you'd done that properly. Aye. But you know, if if you've told a few and then talked over the audience reacting to it, they'll be like, "I'll oh, just no bother." Aye. <laughs> See, I've seen comedians going on and they're doing a type five. Uh, and and I've, I've heard somebody saying these words, starting off brilliantly and getting big, long laughs and saying, stop laughing, I've only got five minutes. <laughs> Just do less, you prick. <laughs> Just I mean, do yeah, less. So if you were good, you need less material because you Aye. fill up your five with laughter. <laughs> Aye. See if you could do like three minutes of good material and two minutes of solid laughter. That's phenomenal. That's the dream. Aye. You know, there was a night. There was a night in, e- in Edinburgh years ago. It was a late night gig. It was like a, it was like a, it was a bastard of a slot, <laughs> and uh, and it was like at half eleven at night, in the Beehive, right? So it was one year ago, and um, and it was just this one night, and, I, and it was one night. I mean, a lot of my shows in Edinburgh will kind of riff a wee bit. I've got material, and I'll do improv and stuff. But there was one night, somebody in the audience, I can't remember what they said. They heckled me. And it was like a bit of interaction. Yeah. But this person in the audience made me piss myself. <laughs> and I was pissing myself for like 10 minutes. Aye. Like genuinely, like, like couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing for 10 minutes. That was probably quite infectious and the whole room was the same. but they, it was, I was laughing at them. So it was like, a, it wasn't just me laughing. It was like, everybody was laughing. It, what one person said, there was an interaction Aye. that happened. See, I'd be quite happy to be at a show like that and just have a man oh, laugh. Whereas somebody else might have like tried to shut that down and been like, no, you're no fucking making people laugh. That's my job. Aye. And it was just brilliant. It was just one of the like, 40 people in the room just pissing herself. And I was like, you can't beat this. <laughs> I was like, I fucking, I mean, fuck, fuck, fuck them. I think I cut, cut loads of material just because of that. And why Why would I not? I went to a, a Red Raw years and years ago um, in Glasgow at the stand. And they, there was a wee guy on. I can't remember his name. I don't know if he's still going. Obviously, Red Raw. Well, if you describe like, him, I might, I might know. I might know of him. It was that long ago, I can't even remember. He was like a wee... I feel, do you know what I think? I would describe him as looking like a young Paul McDaniels. <laughs> Maybe, was it no Paul McDaniels years ago or not? <laughs> this, this must have been about six years ago. But so no, definitely, it, was he Paul McDaniels? No. no, he was definitely like a... I would have said this wee guy was like in his early 20s. Right. So, but he, he did a... wee baldy guy? Aye. Yeah, um, right. But he did a... He did five minutes on Subway. And basically his thing was just listing all the subway ingredients, like all the things you can get on. He listed all the breads, all the meats. And it wasn't he didn't just get up and read that, he'd worked it into a joke. Right. And there was this big fat woman sitting behind me, who was obviously a fan of Subway. <laughs> and she laughed so loud at like um however he'd worked the subway menu into this joke. And it was really good and I really it enjoyed it. But the main like this woman was laughing so loud that everyone else started laughing at her Aye. to the point that he couldn't even get through listing the rest of the salad options because the laughing was so loud and he right. started laughing at her. And it was a bit like what you're saying. Aye, like the whole Aye. thing just became about laughing at this woman. But Aye. it was also half that and half watching him struggle his way through trying to keep listing things as salad when he couldn't get it out because this woman's Aye. going so loud. But, but that's, that's behind like that. But that's, that's not a bad problem that we have. 
But I probably wouldn't remember that if he would just if the if that audience reaction hadn't right. happened. If he just got up and said, you know, a fun wee set, we did manage to work the sub subway menu, and I'd be like, that's quite funny, but I'd probably never remember it. Aye. But that's why I remember Aye. that. Aye, because it's the emotion you remember. Aye, that's it. It's like, that's how I remember that gig. It was just I was I was crying with laughter. Yeah. And it wasn't because of my stand-up, it was just because of the, the whole room. It was just a good dynamic. It's just, oh, it's fucking, it's madness. And it's like, it's hard to teach that kind of stuff. Like, um... I don't even know if you can. I think it's just a, a natural thing that comes. You can obviously know. teach, uh, as you're saying, if if there's a laugh, don't just talk over it and let it, let it breathe and be a bit more natural, but... It's like, I kind of, a, I, I think I'm a, a trying... I try and like um, there's there's the kind of logical how how jokes work, the theory yeah, yeah. like there's 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 definitely structure to comedy, but sometimes you get somebody and you go, there's nothing I can teach that guy that, but he's funny as fuck. Like Kenny, you right? see Kenny, yeah, yeah, he's ridiculous, he's funny as fuck, and see if I <laughs> see if I can arrange him in to do like a tight five, it wouldn't be as funny. No, because it's not even his, he just goes off on a tangent, and it's not his jokes that make him funny. Aye. It's just him, and a lot of what I like about him is if you put him on late, he'll do daft wee callbacks to stuff everyone else Aye. has said. Aye, which I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it in more of a setting outside of the workshop and Aye. an actual show. He, he did that on the, the gig because he done my last workshop or two workshops ago, I think. And like I put him on later on because I just know when I carry like I've been that. Imagine somebody that's funny, naturally funny, and you try and read them into be like structurally funny. Aye, you, you kill them. That. You kill the I'm kid, sorry if you're watching Ken, I didn't mean your, joke, your jokes aren't funny, I just meant that's not... No, 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 he's funny, he's funny, and there's just people like that, that like, see guys like, there's like Phil K, so I couldn't imagine him, like, coming into comedy now and trying to do a tight five, do you know who Phil K is, or...? Um, I think I know the name, in fact, I saw you mention him on that other podcast that you Aye. cheated on me with this week. <laughs> I, watched it, I watched it the other day. We, we, we watched it going, you <laughs> bastards! What have they got? What have they got? That's exactly it. <laughs> Christopher, we're younger than you. So, where were they? Where were they? Where was they? Like 23 or something, was I it? was, don't I? Oh, so, I'm sorry, Chris. But, but you've, not been, you've not been treating me well. You, like, you, like, you see me, the way you started, you were bullying me. <laughs> Put your mouth closer to the thing! <laughs> and now every time you do that it goes too loud you need oh, to, does you it need right. to do sorry, sorry. <laughs> you might even be a tad too close now you want to be sort of All right. you want to be like maybe a fist a fist <laughs> well he's fucking <laughs> telling me closer than think now he's talking about fisted <laughs> right so aye so Phil K like he was like a maverick and Johnny Vegas do you ever see Johnny Vegas' stuff I don't actually know if I've seen, I, know, I know he's obviously a stand up but I think I've seen him more on TV stuff aye but his, you should watch there's a video uh, like a movie that he made Right. Called I've Got Ice Cream, right? And it's phenomenal. It's like you get that the idea behind it is like Johnny Vegas is because he becomes famous, like like a celebrity, like doing all film. the talk shows and all that. He does movies and does kind of, um, and so the, the, this wee movie starts off. It's actually directed by Stuart Lee. Right? Oh yeah. So it's, it starts off. He's at a gig, dining in his hole, <laughs> deliberately, but he's dining in his arse. People walk out, and then he gets kidnapped. Right. So people kidnap and take him to the Edinburgh Festival to do shitholes. Right. And it's just brilliant. So they want to break him. Because he's, he's, the idea is he's got too big, he's too rich, his life's too comfortable. Right. What's it called again? It's called I've it. Got Ice Cream. It's phenomenal. And they take him back to Edinburgh, they bully him, and, and basically sponsors an ice cream van. And it's it's got a wee story behind it. 
But in between, like, there's loads of his stand up in the stand. We clips his stand up, and it's phenomenal. Just him riffing. Like actual Aye, footage from real sets. The footage, right? And it's just he's mental. And the stories I've heard from him, he used to, like he used to perform in Glasgow years ago before it got big. Right. So I never. It was before I started. I think I have heard like other comedians on podcasts talking about him and how he was sort of mental back in the day. Aye, and he can never do like a tight five. Aye, is he very much kind of what's going on in the room and might do? Aye, and so, so, like imagine that guy like I'm keeping a workshop and I tried to rein him in to do like a tight five and it's like nah, that guy's <laughs> a different different monster. Aye, he's like a. He's like a, I don't know, he's just a, like him, like guys like him, Phil K, oh, I can't even think of anymore. Uh, these guys are just golfing tangents. You, get like, I know like, you mentioned on that podcast as well, Raymond Mearns in that sense. Aye. Because he's very... Aye, Raymond uh, Mearns as well. Have you ever seen him? Uh, I've seen him at the stand a couple of times. Oh, he's phenomenal. The, the best you'll ever see him, well, it's in the stand, you'll maybe see him more kind of structured, but if you see him doing a solo show... I've never seen him, so I've only seen him at the stand, and I think I've only ever seen him when he's comparing, so it is all just very talking Aye, to people. So and... comparing, he's good at comparing, but if you see a solo show, if you, the Edinburgh Fair, it's, it's probably, he'll be doing a show, oh, sorry, he'll be, uh, be doing a show in uh, the Glasgow Comedy Festival. So yes, look. but it's, uh, he's doing it the day I'm going to Altitude, so I kind of oh, go. All right, okay. Aye. Um, I think I, I was actually planning to see him at Edinburgh this year, and obviously aye. he ended up not doing it. Couldn't do it. I was um, well. I took a wee stroke last week. But he's all right, though. He's all right. So, aye. No, I've seen him uh, on. I've seen his new podcast as well with Stuart. Uh, aye, Mitchell, aye. Uh, she's got Les uh, So that's doing pretty I've been, well. I've been enjoying that. Doing aye. better than us, unfortunately. Even though we lost at the same uh, time. Uh, that's all right. Because <laughs> he he's always he's already got a big following. Aye. Stuart's got a big following as well, so that helps. I need to get him on here to talk about it. And then I'll, 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 I'll get him on. <laughs> I done a podcast with him online last year. Aye. So I got on quite well with Raymond. So I'll try and get him on. Right, that'd be good. Get the get the Glasgow Dow on. But he's maybe too big now. Die, man, <laughs> would they, would they have gone well, Raymond? I know, that'd be good. Um, I wasn't that familiar with Stuart, is it Stuart Mitchell? Stuart Mitchell, aye. I'd seen some of his wee clips and stuff, but it was mainly from the clips that they started putting out of that. Aye. The wee Glasgow aye, he's, a good, he's a good stand-up, aye. He was on um, Some Laugh a wee while ago, just, just as this podcast was coming out, and he was talking about... Uh, um, just his sort of process, not process, but how he writes his material, and he like writes like speeches for like professional like CEOs and stuff. Of companies right. if they're going to stand up and like speak at conferences. He... Aye, I'm sure he done. I'm sure he done the best man speeches for people as well. Aye, that, he was talking day. about Aye. that as well. So I just found it was quite interesting. Aye, I saw that there's there's a difference. Like the Stuart is probably like a very good writer. They were talking about that, and about then how he's like a mat, like he's not a writer, but he's like. Aye, they were kind of talking about how they're opposites that way. Like Stuart, when we were talking earlier about the sort of theory of writing a joke, he's very good at that Aye. side of it, whereas Raymond's more of the naturally funny character type Aye. of guy. But that's obviously very good on there. You get that kind of contrast Aye. between them. Aye. Even though Raymond's sort of in character for this podcast to an extent. I kind of, I, I, like, I mean, he knows everything. He fucking knows Aye. things, man. He's, he's got knowledge on everything. He reads. He reads. Aye. I can't read. You can't read. That's on my fuck it list. Learned I think it. it was on mine, was it not? I said I want to read more books, and you said, Aye. which to be to be fair, I haven't started yet. But you you know. Know. <laughs> I'll be listening to audiobook, more audiobooks. Aye. Well, I'm counting that in my, you know, if I read, if I listen to audiobooks, I'm counting Aye. that as I've read that book. So did you do? Did you do that when you're driving? Because you had to drive down south last week, didn't you? I have been working away all week this week, but no, it was pretty much just podcasts I listened to all week. Like what ones? Um, 
it's my usual daft comedies. You know, you have a word, you're some some laugh. Aye. What else? Uh, you're uh, Daniel Sloss and Kai Humphreys one. All right, I've never listed that. Is that quite good? It's good. It's called Sloss and Humphreys on the road. So a lot Aye. of it's when they're away touring together. You know, like set up Aye. their stuff just Aye, in a hotel room together, aren't they? and they talk about what they're doing, sort of as they're travelling around the world. But even now. I think Daniel's got a room a bit like this in his garden, which is what Aye. they kind of set up as their home studio. Copying bastards. <laughs> I think actually I've copied him. But Fair enough. They answered one of my questions the other day. They've got, um, they're obviously going to Altitude Festival Aye. as well. So I'd put in, it's kind of because of them that I've booked to go to this because I've been listening to them talk about it Aye. for years. So, so social media works then? Well, that's it. Aye. I, I commented or I sent them a question on their Patreon thing that they did a, a Q&A episode and I was like, right, I've booked to come to Altitude but I've kind of forgot to learn to ski again I used to ski years ago but I was like since I booked it I've been meaning to do it and I've not so you get anything else you recommend to do in Meyerhofen which is the town in Austria Aye. that it's in and I was like because I forgot to learn to ski <laughs> and uh, they did give a few recommendations they've also got like a wee a swear jar on the right. podcast but it's not for when you swear it's when you say something like problematic for the sake of being funny you know what I mean? So like when I said I forgot to learn to ski, Daniel Sloss was like, if you want to learn to ski, you should like go to a glory hole and get shagged up the arse because skiing's for gay people. Right. <laughs> so for the sake of saying something that's like I just offensive or out of order for the sake of being funny, they'll be like, I know that was thingy, I'll put a five on it. <laughs> <laughs> Where does the money go to? They, do, they donate it to charity when they fill up the jar. All right. <laughs> oh, that's that's clever. That, that's <laughs> clever you can't cancel us because everybody would be saying it's horrible <laughs> that's the plan <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fucking leap, loophole isn't it Aye, so that's a loophole to they, had, they did like a sort of refresh of their podcast a few months ago because originally all their Patreon money went to funding Daniel Stagdo so it paid for like them and all their pals to go to Vegas Aye. but now that's all in the past so they spent the money like doing up their studio Aye. getting new cameras getting like they've kind of decorated the room and all that and they uh, and since they started that they've I think that was only in maybe December or so is when they've started this wee refresh of the podcast and they started this swear jar. Aye. Now, I've not actually watched the video to see how big the jar is, but Aye. they've already filled it up once <laughs> and then they've started on the well, second go. Well, we filled our jar up. <laughs> We've got a jar full of... Christmas sweeties. Christmas sweeties. Cunts full of vaginas. <laughs> oh, see, I, I, I tried to date there. It didn't work, did it? No, you need to say something so what, far more problematic than that <laughs> on that podcast. So, I, so what happens is if we send bad, we take a sweetie out. I put them all out here so that when people are over, they eat all the shit in the house that I don't want to eat. <laughs> all right, so is this how you're out of date, sweeties I've eaten? No, that's like stuff I got for Christmas and stuff, but I don't want to eat them because I'm trying to be good. I'd also, but I mean, it's I put on a wee bit out. Do you know, like, I know I started that warehouse job a few months ago. Yeah. Which I'll probably leave soon. <laughs> what the, well, well, two weeks left, I think I'm going to leave. Because um, fuck that shit. Um, I, I thought work at the warehouse, well, I was doing five days a week, I'm down to three. I would lose weight. I've actually put weight on. I I remember that was one of the only things that I missed about when I left working in warehouses. Because like, was I would look at my steps in that. Aye. And I can't remember what it was like in the the warehouse we worked in. But when I worked in Asda, I'm sure it was like 17 miles a day that I would aye, walk easy, up down the place. It's mad. So that was like one of the things I missed from doing that job was the the exercise that you I, just get from it. Because now I'm I good, now I'm I good. drive. Do we keep talking? Talk over each other. Um, I know. I just drive for like. Six, eight, sometimes more hours a day. I get to wherever I'm going, do the job when I'm on my feet for however long. Probably not yeah. that long. And most of my shifts are just spent driving. So it's aye, like the opposite well, now. I, so I've been, is, oh, I'm on a wee truck though. You ever drive the wee trucks with the cages in the back? I've not drove them, but I remember seeing aye. them in the warehouses. So I'm doing that. There's still loads of lifting, so there's loads of exercise. Aye. But over, I've done it for two months now. 
Two weeks left. I've got to tell them tomorrow on Monday. <laughs> Stick your job up your ass, it's shite. <laughs> and um, I've actually put weight on. Not much. And yeah. I think the reason I put weight on, because I'm getting up at six in the morning. So like, I start at six in the morning. Right. But there's a, a Gary's called Peggy White's right. out there in your house. And in the morning, in the way in, I get a rolling square or a rolling bacon or something like that. So I think I'm eating more because I'm up longer. Aye, I suppose. So something like that. So I'm eating more shite because I'm working. I would say, oh. when we worked in the warehouse, for whatever reason, every day I would just bring in a tin of chicken soup. Some, like some days I'd be like, I'm going to switch it up today and have tomato. And then I'd have it and I'd be like, no, why go back to my chicken? <laughs> I got quite autistic that way when, uh, we, when check, we walked in the warehouse. You know what it's like? It was just like a mad routine that I got myself in. And I was like, right, lunchtime, that means chicken soup. Couldn't have anything else. Like some guys would like walk down to the old ends at the, I used to go there. the cafe and stuff. I'd be like, no, I've got my lunch that I have every day. And that's that. <laughs> you're, you're on me spoon in that? Or did you have to use your spoon? Oh, when they touch a warehouse spoon. <laughs> <laughs> you bring your own spoon in? Aye. Oh. Did I do that? No, I was always there. I just stuck a big to- toffee in my mouth. Some good audio content there. I went, I was minging that. <laughs> Somebody will switch off because of that. That's oh, it, mate. We had, to, we had to discuss that last week at the workshop with Murray because he had chewing gum and he was like talking nah. to Mike with chewing gum. And I didn't, I'd obviously noticed it every time he'd been up, but I didn't want to see anything. But then when we were giving him feedback for that last one and somebody mentioned it, right, and then everyone else was just like, yes, you need to stop that. <laughs> So I think everyone had been the uh, same as me, just like, I can't mention that, but uh, it's really annoying. It's, <laughs> sometimes the workshop, um... <laughs> sometimes the workshop, like, I, I, I don't like being a dick to people. I, try, I, I need to be honest with people sometimes. Aye. I sometimes find that hard. So when Murray was doing that, I was like, because I got on real with that... I had to say it. I'm like, fucking good. You take a chunk out for fuck's sake. But I don't. You might. You might try and encourage people. Without... Aye, but you put it in such a way that you were like, if you get chewing gum in or something, is that what that is? And then aye. as soon as you said that, everyone was like, aye, aye, we've noticed. Because money's funny as fuck, but it's just aye, like, stuff's good. It's just quite distracting when you're trying to enjoy what you're saying. Aye, aye. I mean, when I used to, when I started doing stand up, I would just to play with my, my nipples for a tent. No, I didn't really. Was that, was that distracting <laughs> for the audience? Was it? Scratch my like, <laughs> uh, Oh, but your stuff's good. But you're playing your nipples and your cocks out. But they stop. <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't do that. So I think we're not going to do. Um... Are we going to get back to workshop stuff? Aye. I mean, aye. we're at like forty odd minutes, but you know. That doesn't matter. That's all right. That's 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 what this is about. So what, what else? <laughs> what, tell, tell me your material, Chris. What was your material? We'll be going to do yeah, that. We'll we, go through we, we're going to do like a... Because I've done a few bunty ones. And I did the day one with Chris. So we've got the bits. He went, the, he went to huffing me because I was cheating on him doing another podcast. No, it's just I went and did work, unfortunately, away. Right, so the bits that I did last week that uh, are maybe a bit of a, a starting point. Aye. So I did the bit about going to see my gran. It's going to be funny, actually, if she ever watches this. Just because you've got a grand mind's deed. Sorry. <laughs> if she ever watches this, this would be quite funny that I'm going to talk about her hurting my feelings. <laughs> it's her birthday today, actually. Right. Um, Happy birthday, Chrissy's granny. <laughs> well, no the date. Well, by the time you see this, it'll be too late. Aye, I hope she doesn't see this. <laughs> so I did the wee bit about going to see her. I've, I've kind of added to my notes on this since right. we did it last week. So I did the bit about, like... Uh, I think I was like, does anyone's granny just make mad comments that are, you know, hurt your feelings? Um, and I did a wee story about, like, going to see my gran for the first time in a few weeks after Christmas because I've been dead busy. And the first thing she said to me was, 
she just kind of looked me up and down and she was like, you know, time to get back to the gym. Cheeky cunt, man. Which in her head, I don't know if that's like a genuine concern for me or if it's a genuine, you're looking fat. Aye, parents are like Because that's where it comes from, clearly. She's clearly looked at me, so I've got a bit of weight on and thought that's the polite way of saying you're looking fat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She's like, if you know I had time to get There's to the gym. Filler. And she knows fine well I've not had time to get to the gym because my work's been mad. What age is your granny? I should know that, shouldn't I? Uh, like 77, 78. Aye. Late 70s. Well, my dad's age, so he's, he's similar. See yeah. the same? Just Aye, all these comments about what you would think they would know as like your mad insecurities. But Aye. Like, <laughs> Aye. Um, like what's... What's an example of what your dad would say along those lines? Fucking hell, man. This, now you're going into deep-rooted therapy. This now. is what podcasting's about. This is what the people want. <laughs> <laughs> they want to see breakdowns and shit, man. Um, I, want, so, I want you to start crying in this so I can clip it and put it out. This is going on He's TikTok. never approved of me! <laughs> so, I don't know. Just wee things. Like, uh, fucking... Fucking old cunt. Right, sorry. <laughs> sorry. So... Oh yeah, it's like I, I remember, like uh, when we started doing this podcast, and I was like telling them I'm doing it, and I, 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 I was doing it. I was quite excited. Yeah. And and we, I don't know if it's passive aggressive or like, and uh, what are you hoping to get out of this? <laughs> I go, well, fuck you, you know, just it's wee things like that. It just doesn't understand that like being creative is like your your goal. So doing this now is like a goal. You're, you've reached a goal. Yeah. It's like as we said before, it's a wee bits on the way. And if it gets to where you go, you want to go good. If it doesn't, you've you've enjoyed the journey. Aye. Um, and I remember years ago. Um, so years ago, I've I've always been quite delusional, but in a good way. Aye, in the way that like, what you do, like, aye, you do your comedy and aye, as you've said it before, like sometimes you might end up in a bit of a rut and you might be skint. And you sometimes need to go and do a wee and warehouse I, job for a bit. Aye, but you do that because you love it. Because I love it. So there was like years ago, and uh, I remember this. <laughs> these things that annoyed me. 2012, 2011, 2011, I was working in the co-op full-time. Yep. Where I'm, I'm, I'm just now, just for a few months. And um, they were moving premises. They they gave you an option. Do you want redundancy? Or do you want to move? And I went, fuck it, give me the money. It was like... It was like oh, you said no, this before, didn't you? When, deal or no deal. When, well, they offered, when they offered other folk... A job for life if they move to the new place. I get a cold sweat that word. Aye, job, job for life. life. And I just went, I, I panicked, man. And even recently, now I'm back there for a few months. Yeah. They're probably two weeks left, I think. I've decided, I actually decided the day I'm leaving in two weeks. <laughs> and uh, so I was doing the picking job, which you've done before, but it's on the truck, so it's yeah. slightly different. And I got put in there, like, the different area to work the different bit for a wee while. And the manager says, oh, like, it's good, it's good that you're doing this. You got another boat of your... What is that? A tight your bow? What's the word? What's the fucking boat of your belt or fucking a belt some to your shape, belly end or something? <laughs> no, you got another, you got another bit. So, another boat badge, of your badge to your breast. I don't know. <laughs> you, know you know the one I'm trying to say, Aye, don't you? One of these daft way analogies. Another boat of your belt or a boat of your cock or something. I don't know what it is. So he said, oh, that's another wee uh, bit you've got. And if there's any full, so I'm just agency now. That's all. Uh, that's all I want. Yeah. So if there's any full time jobs just going, you'll be first to get in. I was like, I'm going to stop you right there, mate. Don't even. Don't ever fucking say that to me again. <laughs> fucking. It's like you've just said to him, if I ever see you again, you'll be the first to be getting kicked. <laughs> um, so so um, so this is what happened eleven years ago, twelve years well, two thousand eleven. 
I took my redundancy, I got seven grand, it wasn't a lot of money, it was alright for a few months. Aye. Uh, that year I'd done the Edinburgh Festival, had a great time, and then I met somebody at the Edinburgh Festival who says, oh, do you want to come and do Melbourne next year? Mm-hmm. And I went, fucking right I do, aye, so it was like the Melbourne Comedy Festival, and I went, right, okay, I'm doing it, so I decided there, it was like a fuck it, right, this is how a real fuck it worked. So she says, did I tell you this before? I think you did this on the episode of Your Fuck It List. Oh, right, right. Was this when you ended up that guy was going to sort your flights ah, to Australia? Yeah, so and I did that? mention that. So that's yeah. one of the you could, you, could, you could put a note to the other episode for that. Ah, yeah. So anyway, I decided I was going. I couldn't afford to go, but I eventually got the money to go, right? But one of the points on the way was... I tried to get a job in the Devro and Moody's Burn. Aye, we talked about that because my grandpa worked there. Aye, so the, aye, so the sausage skin factory. Yeah. And I remember telling my dad, I went for a job in the sausage. They went, oh, that's, that's brilliant. You get in there, that's a job for life. I was like, fuck off. Aye. It was just to get a job for a few months to pay for flights and stuff. So anyway, that's another thing he said. So Aye. I think aye. my grandparents are quite uh, similar in that way of like, it's like, we want to see you do well, but their idea of doing well is getting aye. a fucking cushy job that'll do you till you're aye. retired and depressed. Aye, we, we, only, <laughs> we, only, want we, only, we only want what's good for you. I'm like, fuck you. Well, like my job the last few months, and then particularly even in the last few weeks, has been mad stressful. But they would rather... it's a good job, Chris. That's it. They'd rather see me stay and do that till the day I die than like go aye. off and take a risk and do something creative. Aye. Which they're like, oh, we enjoy you doing your music and stuff. You're always dead good at it, but I don't think they would like to see Fuck me like do that. that as a like take the chance and do that as my full time thing. But but is your dad quite correct, positive with things like that though? He's ah, yeah, he's, 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 but he's into all that stuff, so is he quite more. And he has done that. Like this, the grandparents I'm talking about here are the other, on my mum's side, whereas on my dad's they are a bit. My, the grandparents on that side are a bit more sort of uh, supportive. They're a bit younger. Right, you're on your mum's side. On my dad's side, they're younger. All oh, right, okay. Um, there's still a wee bit of that traditional grandparent. Like after, when they first, they Aye. have heard about the podcast stuff. They're a bit more down with their social media and they've seen it type stuff. Aye. Um, but like when I first spoke to them about it, my granny was like, "Is there any money in that?" And I don't think she meant it as a sort of, "Why are you doing that if you're not getting Aye. paid?" I think it, I think it was more of just of a general, "What's that all about?" Because she doesn't know about podcasting. And I was like, "I mean, not to start with, but eventually it can." Turn into something if you aye. get a bit of an audience behind it. Aye. So they were a wee bit more thingy. It's it, a long term like, project thing, isn't it? Aye, but like my dad's, like he has got his own business and he's done that thing and taken the risk and got aye. rid of, you know, a, a not going to say necessarily cushy job, but just a job that was a job for life. That's it. He kind of gave that up to chase his own dream and do aye. his own thing, and that's cool. Whereas on my other side, it's more of a traditional. Everyone's got their job they stick to till they retire. Oh, I fucking <laughs> hell, man. Job for life, man. Like this, I know people that they get people of, and this scares the shit out of me. Straight out of school at sixteen, got a job, and they've stayed in the same job for their whole life. Aye, and people see that as a pure achievement. Aye, it's like they've never experienced it. They've come out of being in one routine of school. Aye, one day they had their summer holiday, even or sometimes even started the job like the day they walked out of school, and then they do that till they get in their sixties and retire. Fuck that, it's, man. That's no life. Oh, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting anxious thinking about that, man. And so that's all started for me t- talking about a joke that I want to try and develop. All right, <laughs> and, it, and it's like uh, I'll go back to that about that, right? So it's like because uh, I've I've had like thirty five jobs at least. I counted one. It's probably closer to forty. Yeah, thirty five jobs, and people with a traditional mindset would say, "Oh, can you fucking keep a job?" Right. That's how they would see it. Yeah. Whereas I would say, I can't take if I don't like something, I'm off. Aye, which is absolutely fair. Uh, aye, so we were talking about this wee joke where I'm like, where my gran says, have you not been to the gym? 
and then I kind of take it in the direction of actually I've been doing quite well and I've lost a few pounds just for watching my eating and stuff. Aye. But and then I think that I wrote down a wee bit about like I was comparing it to like a. So I said like. You've just pressed the big red launch button to arm the missiles of a panic attack. So get that fucking biscuit tin open. Something along those lines. All oh, right. Because you're stressed, you want to fill the the hole of where love should be with biscuits? Yes. <laughs> Something like that. But we, I kind of did a very abridged version of that, which again, a lot of, I probably skipped over quite a lot of it, as I was saying, because I was just a bit nervous aye, aye. standing up See, that's the, the point of doing it more and more, though. Because you got me going, right, I forgot that, but you do it again. Aye, so I've kind of... Worked on that a wee bit more, and then the some of the guys gave us a bit of feedback. I think it was Aves. Ah, he's 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 got a good brain for comedy. Aye, so he'd sort of talked about doing the comparison of before you get into your granny saying something horrible, build up the idea of the traditional idea of a granny being like a wee sweet, a wee sweet lady. All right. So I'd said something about like I've got wrote something down about like when you think of grands, you think of a wee sweet lady they like to like sit doing their knitting with a wee cup of tea Aww. and they maybe give you like a wee sweet air some amazing biscuits those kind of biscuits that you, you never see in the shops anymore but grannies somehow oh, get a hold of them and the granny's cupboard my granny had one of them years ago aye aye something building up a wee thing like that before you then go in with the fucking gut punch of the horrible aye. thing aye. So aye, aye, granny how you do your fat cunt <laughs> so uh, aye I'm trying to work on a wee comparison like that something like that as I say about uh the one I've wrote down being like granny somehow have access to biscuits that were discontinued in the 70s. Aye, aye. Something like that. And thinking, is there an anemia biscuit that, that disappeared? I mean, maybe Google that, it'd be hard to, hard to come up with. There's custard creams, but they still exist. Discontinued British biscuits. This will bring up memories and I'll go, oh, what a packet of them. Blue <laughs> the band. I still get them. Did you still get them? Aye. Bourbon creams. You still get There's echo. pink wafers. Pink wafers my granny used to have. This is saying you don't get echoes anymore, I I thought you still get echoes. You don't get echoes, you don't get echoes anymore. You don't get echoes anymore. A taxi? Just you don't get, get echoes anymore. <laughs> you don't get echoes. You see what I did there? Aye, let me let me play with this. <laughs> you it. don't get echoes anymore. Say it again. You don't get you echoes, don't echoes don't anymore. anymore. <laughs> you, don't you, don't you don't get echoes anymore. anymore. You don't get echoes anymore. Right. <laughs> Right, I'm trying to I'm trying to work on a joke here. Come on, <laughs> don't get echoes. That's a drifter. Remember a drifter? Apparently not. No way. See, I don't know. They were like they were like uh, tastier Twixies. I bit a bit chewier as well. Aye, they were like maybe that's just because my grand kept them in the. So it was either depending on um, your people. I thought they were like cheap Twixies, but I thought they were better than Twixies. Oh, was that the, was that how they were perceived? Aye, they were, were they not in a double packet like Twixies? Uh, I think so, aye, but were, when you say cheaper, were they like seen as like a working class Twix? No, well, I didn't, yeah, I thought they were better, but maybe some people saw them as... How, like, if, if you're watching this, how did you perceive the drifter? Were they like, <laughs> either shite Twixies or better Twixies? Or a dream, there's a good one. I know it's not a, a biscuit, that's just a chocolate bar. Oh, aye, they're good, man. It's, they... it's just white chocolate, Cadbury's white aye, chocolate. do they not exist anymore? No, they've oh, been away for a while. Off, man. I'm going to leave this podcast morning. Right, I'm, I'm going to just take a note of a few of these. So, like, surely you still get a timeout. I surely they exist. Timeout wafer. They not they not exist anymore. Well, I mean, it's come up when I've said. Apparently, it's on this article that says discontinued oh, British snacks. Fuck, this is. Oh, do you remember dairy milk tasters? The wee nah. packet of boz. Packet of what? We chocolate boz. 
Oh, I never could. They don't exist either. No, or Mars Planets. That was a good time. Oh, man. Right, is, we've, again, we've, we've gone astray from the subject here. This is the worst day of my life. Like, so what? maybe I could move the thing away from biscuits and just say treats, and we could put some of those in, like a dream of Mars Planets. And be like, if see, you go into my granny's house, now you'll still get a bag of Mars Planets somehow. She's got contacts. See, that, that <laughs> that's a good... That, that would work, because people like references. People like to, to be triggered by memories. Aye, and I think this is especially something like that with snacks that people maybe haven't thought about. Be like, you can still get a Milky, a Milky Way crispy roll in my Aye. grand's house, although I think they are back. I see, that, that, that gets like an audience interest, that stuff. Because so they'd be like, oh my God, I remember them, Aye. I used to love them. Do you know how that, who was it, um, who was the guy, Stutz, who's the guy you could have referenced me to a few weeks ago? A Kiwi Dane, he's quite, he's an American guy, he sold out, world sold out. Uh, Shane Gillis? No, no. And he's very good at local references. Um, was it Stutz or something like that, or... Kratzer. Oh, um, Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz. Because he's very good at, because I've seen him, like, he did a gig in Glasgow, they just referenced something. Yeah, and then just after that, he was on Have a Word, and I'm not going to say what he said. I know what he said. But, I, I, this <laughs> is a way that... But he was talking about what gla people in Glasgow say when they're saying, I'm going for a Chinese. I'm going for a Chinese. <laughs> and just the way he said it. and Even just hearing an American say, I'm going for a... I'm going for a... <laughs> So, no, we, we don't and, do that. and that works well because there's a reference. People hear of something to know about. Go, fucking hell, like you be say that. Aye. But hearing it from his sort of outside perspective, being like, that's fucking mad that you say that. And you're like, aye, it is. Aye. But you see him doing uh, gigs in different countries. Aye, I've and seen you see clips. him referencing stuff. I saw clips like from when he did Manchester and he had loads of local stuff about there. So I think he prepares something for it, like everywhere that's he goes. Phenomenal. And they don't want. Um, I think he'd done one in a Muslim country somewhere and he referenced the different types of Muslim they get or something. It was just very specific stuff. So he's obviously like done his research. Aye, but the crowd the crowd loved it. He was yeah. like, these kind of Muslims are Because you, you probably wouldn't expect that if you've seen an American comic in Aye. some country like that. You would expect them just to do the stuff that you've seen him do on YouTube Aye. and his own stuff. But to put that sort of research that, and stuff into it is really cool. Aye. And just referencing, and you see. So I'm going to put a lot of research into what chocolate Scottish people miss. Aye, <laughs> aye. I'm, I'm gutted. There's some of them that don't exist anymore. Tutti fruities, they're away. Oh fuck that, Chris. This is like <laughs> this is the worst. So started... Surely you still get a breakaway. They don't exist either. Sky News here. Nestle axing breakaway biscuits after 54 years on British shelves. Fucking hell. So this is I'm, so, I'm sorry to have announced. So you started off bullying me with a microphone. <laughs> now, now you're, you're psychologically. Oh, here's one, and I don't depression. know how big this is. Do you remember Mingles? Mingles. Aye, it was like a box of chocolates you'd get at Christmas, like your celebrations and your heroes, but it was all minty ones. Vaguely, show me a picture. Yeah, just getting them. I hope I've like triggered a, a memory in somebody's mind watching. That was that was my favourite chocolate at Christmas. Ah, I think so. I, I'll put I, it. I'll put it up on the screen here. They were all the, right. They were all right. Oh, I loved them, aye. especially that one. See the the dark chocolate full of the cream, like after it. Aye. Oh, what a time. They were all right. That one was good as well. A truffle. See the. I'm angry at the celebrations as well. Getting rid of like your galaxy truffle and the and Is they've it? brought Twix in as well. I don't mind a Twix, but it's I'd call it more of a biscuit than a, a chocolate. Aye, aye, aye. Twix is only the best. Are they? They're all right. Those good as drifters. Bring back the Twix. No, bring, get it, bring back Drifters. Get rid of Twix. See, you're fucking bullying us all day. Try to bring some character to the podcast. This can be the dynamic. No, no, fuck your dynamic. <laughs> your dog's a dick or no. That's not my dog. Your, who's, who's dog is it? Ainsley's dad's dog? Well, 
she's the one that's here now and she did like you. It was on Mum's Dog that was here a few weeks oh, ago yeah, and she yeah. hated you. I was I, well, I just like to I, I like to say that every now and again to offend somebody says your dog's a dick. No, these dogs are not. I, I love dogs. I remember there was a guy who came to see me in Edinburgh, a guy that I, I know, a pal. He's a, he's a magician guy. And he was showing me pictures of his dog. <laughs> and I and I love dogs. I just like saying I like going, I don't really like him. It's a, it a bit of an ugly dog. <laughs> He didn't want to talk to me after that. I was absolutely kidding. I fucking love dogs. Like, I wouldn't say that about somebody's girlfriend or their husband or anything like that. What if they were being a dick, though? If they were being a dick, that's different. That's different. <laughs> Aye. Uh, right, dogs, so... That's one of the ugliest dogs I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I would get that put down. So, sorry, I'm still researching snacks here to put in for this reference. Apparently, timeouts are gone. That's one that's going because I did used to get timeouts at my grand's all the time. So, if anybody out there works in Nestle, eh. Uh, Fucking sort yourself out, man. Well, it's Cadbury. The timeout was Cadbury. Oh, Cadbury. So they need to sort it. Nestle, what did they get rid of? The breakaway. Breakaway. And who did the echo? Who did the echo? Who did I'm, the echo? I'm, I'm not pushing the button again, but either. Uh, so that's, I'm going to put timeout, echo, and. Oh, what was the, the Mars Mars Delight? Do you remember that? No, really, no. It was like a. You, you will know when you see it. They were a belter. Mars. So, Delight. so. So you see part of your... I, re I realise this isn't the kind of research that we're trying to be no, doing. Here. No, but... That was a Mars Delight. Do you remember them? Yeah, make it big. So see part of your, your material. See see how material works sometimes. Like, see when, when we are just chatting here, but just talking about it, because we're chatting, it triggers things. Yeah. So you might now... Like, so see when I start a bit of material, it could be about one subject... And then it triggers a whole different thing. So you could be talking about your granny having these biscuits, then going off on a mad tangent about all the biscuits that are discontinued. Aye, aye. You know I, mean? could, so, so I they, know I'm, I'm finding these now to put in this story, but that could turn into its whole own. Aye, so, so what, what you could do is you could be talking to your gran, uh, being a bully, and then uh, you expect her to give, have all the biscuits, then have all the biscuits, then you go off on a two-minute tangent about biscuits, but then the callback, going, oh, fuck, I was talking about my, my racist granny again or aye, something. you can make it look like that's just made you go off on this whole other aye, thing and then be so, like, what was I saying? Oh, I'm a gran. So that's that's what Billy Conley was brilliant at doing. Yeah, yeah. So he started a story, then he got off on a mad tangent. Aye, even I, I saw him live a few years ago, quite a few years ago. Oh, now. did you? Aye, brilliant, aye. It was amazing, but he is like a champion of making that look... Like that's just genuinely him waffling on and then being like, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, I back to this. But he he goes on for maybe 15 odd minutes aye. to whatever else he's doing and then brings it and back. And a huge laugh aye. just by doing that. But yeah, he does make back. it look very natural. Like I could, I remember when I saw that, easily believing, like he's just went off on that and genuinely aye. can't remember. He's obviously got it rehearsed and knows it well, exactly. But. The thing with Billy Conley, like apparently he didn't really, kind of a, a lot of his stuff was kind of a done on the spot. But he done it that many times, it got it changed. Aye, because I think when I saw him on, so does he write what? Does he write it down? Aye. See, I'm I'm finding when I'm as I'm writing all this stuff, I do need to be writing it down. Right. Okay. And even certain wee phrases that I'm putting in, see, just like in terms of your grand saying something, I've put like, do you never find that grands hit out with pure gut wrenching comments loaded with harsh truths about your deepest insecurities? That's Aye. what I've written because I think it's quite funny to get that specific down to the words Aye. you're using. So, like, stuff like that. I'm not doing, like, a whole script I'm going to learn, but wee phrases like aye, that that I want aye, to learn. Aye, that's good. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Because there is, there is comedians that um, have got every word specifically written down. They've got everything word for word. Aye. And, and if, if they're good at delivering that, like, I think Stuart Lee's probably like that. Aye, I suppose. But it's, 
Um, I, I like it. if you can do that, but make it sound I sound natural, natural and not like you're just memorizing something. Aye. And as you've said before, I can't remember if it was on here or if it was at the workshop that doing that can make you a bit more susceptible to not react to something in the room. Aye, there could be something dead obvious that everyone notices, and if you just don't and keep going on, it makes you seem like you're just performing a thing. Whereas it's much better for a comedian to point something out if Aye. somebody's, you know, whatever it is. Because that. Because I've seen comedians... And I'd like to apologise for the cold, by the way. I can see my breath, but the heater was making a mad noise that <laughs> nah, we can't have. <laughs> I know, that's why I've got my jacket on today. I've got a shirt on today because I've was. Uh, got, I've got a gig tonight. Um, so so I, I could tell right away, like, see, rehearsing for a gig is... Um, I don't do that, really. I've found myself doing it a wee bit. But... Just, do, like, in the shower. I'll, be, I'll just think of something. Like, see, the thing I said earlier about having my guitar taken off me feels like I've had my trousers down Aye. and I've got my cock out. That came to me in the shower. Maybe because I had my cocket. I'm hoping you had your cocket in the shower. I just got But see, yeah, like, see, he hopes I've got my cocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, so see, like, um, I could tell if somebody's been rehearsing in front of a mirror for hours and hours. I've seen people come go, like, I know my set inside out. I've been rehearsing in front of the mirrors for days at the end. And I go, I, I know you have because you were robotic as fuck. Aye. And, uh, it's like in school when you've had to do a solo talk. Aye. And it just sounds <laughs> shite. You know, whereas I think um, rehearsing, try and do it. I was talking to somebody recently about this. They try and do it and imagine an audience doing different things. So they'll, they'll, they'll actually visualise an audience and they'll have cunts in the audience. So they're actually performing in front of people. Yeah. But they visualise it. There's people and imagine what's happening in it. Yeah. So they could rehearse it. So this day I'm going to have a rowdy audience. You know, so somebody's been heckling me. You know what I mean? So they do it. They rehearse in different kind of Aye, it's just so you're, a bit, so you're ready for anything type Aye. thing. Which obviously the main way of doing that is just gigging as much as you oh, can totally and, and getting that experience. You might have a, a very well-behaved audience that sit all nice and quiet. They laugh when they're meant to, but you might get fucking mental ones that Aye. sit and talk as you're doing Aye. it or they're getting up and down and walking in front of you Aye. all the time. All this kind of stuff. Yeah, and if you've rehearsed it like 100% a specific way in front of a mirror, Aye. you don't see that. You've just got it in your head. And then if there's some distraction... You either end up stopping to react to that and you've lost where you are and you're fucking lost Aye. or you ignore it and everything seems a bit weird because like surely he needs to mention that that person's just had a heart attack on the floor and he's still reading Aye. that script in his head. There's somebody having a heart attack. <laughs> Aye. Aye. So. That's fascinating. So that's how I, I, I can like, have bullet points. I, I Is that like how you memorise a whole set? Just with sort of bullet points in your head. You're like, Aye. right, so I've got this wee starting point. I know you've got all sorts of your techniques for memorising stuff anyway. Aye. But you do it by just sort of putting a bullet point on a bit and then you you just know what comes after Aye, that. Kind, and then kind you... of, but sometimes I change it. Aye. I know so, you're, obviously your stand-up's very sort of <laughs> all over the place in terms Aye. of you've got your bits, but a lot of it's kind of crowd work reacting to stuff Aye. in the room, but you tie that in with it. Aye, so, so say I'm, I'm doing an hour in Edinburgh Festival, I'll do I'll try and do as much crowd work as I can. Yeah. But then say I speak to somebody that triggers off something. Uh, that could end up just being the hour. <laughs> I know, no, but I mean, I mean, if I'm talking to you in the audience and you say something that triggers off a five-minute bit of material, oh, yeah. I'll talk. I'll just talk through the bit of material as if I'm just chatting and people don't realise it's a bit of material. Yeah. So some of it will be improvised, some of it will be Aye, but bits you can, of material. You, you can make your material sound very Aye. authentically, like, I've just thought of this. Aye. I think Raymond Mearns is very good at that as well. Oh, he's probably As, right, as yeah. you were saying, he's very well-read so, and he knows loads about obscene amounts of stuff. Aye. So you could mention something to him that you would think, surely you can't know something See, about that, but he's got a whole thing about it. 
So the thing is, Raymond, um, he has got bits, but a lot of it is improvised. Aye. Aye. So it's like, a, a lot of it, it's like, fucking hell, he does a whole bit on somebody watching, like, I've said, I've worked in a sausage skin factory. He'd have a whole bit on that. I would make <laughs> up a whole bit on it. But he connects people in the audience as well. Right. So he'll maybe talk to one person, triggers off a bit, and then he'll talk to somebody else, and then he'll end up doing a callback to that guy. Aye, I think and I connect saw... people. In the audience, I'm sure the last time I saw him, there was a a group of dentists that were out on a night out. I think one of them was being a bit of a dick and trying to heckle, and as Raymond obviously would, he was putting them down and Aye. being great about it. But then there was somebody else that I can't remember how, but he was like, whatever they were talking about, it came back to like, you need to go and see these dentist cunts for your teeth. Like, there's wee things like that. Aye, 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 aye. It's just, I think that just takes years of experience being comfortable. Aye. It's like, um, I think. Getting good at stand-ups, just being, being comfortable as fuck on stage. Aye. So that's it's just being like, ah, I fucking belong here. That's it. And that's kind of the bit that, as I said, I'm struggling with. But I find it dead strange that I'm struggling with it because I feel so comfortable on stage. I have a guitar. Musically. Aye. So I'm just, I'm trying to make that connection of being like, why can I quite happily do this? I can stand and talk to an audience as well. Like if Aye. I'm in between songs, I can maybe have a wee bit of banter and stuff. Which just, there's physically no difference apart no, from the lack of guitar. No. So there I was don't like, want to go up and hold a guitar. That'd be quite weird if I just went up with a guitar as if I'm going to sing, but don't and just do my stand-up. Aye, aye. <laughs> it's like you that you said you wanted to do the busking aye. with all your chainsaws and stuff, but don't do it. Just stand there with all oh, that. I'd love that. <laughs> That's on my fucking list. I need to do that. Like, use that camera to film it. Aye. I just turn up and just get all my gear, gather a crowd, go, ladies and gentlemen, I've got no idea what to do with any of this shit. This is just a fucking list. You can just come on stage with my guitar and be like, my gran says mean things to me. <laughs> <laughs> You could do that. Just come on, go like that. Like that. Pro- like, that could be like a wee funny gag. Aye. Just, just spend <laughs> two, like a minute tuning the guitar, <laughs> and then just do your full set. And go. By the way, like I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a singer. I'm quite comfortable on stage, but when I keep do stand up, I shit myself. So I decided to bring my guitar, <laughs> not actually use it, just to feel comfortable. I mean, if it comes to that, I might need to for the gig. But I'm hoping to get it out of myself in the Aye, next four weeks. I think I'd be, fu- I think I'd be funny. <laughs> I think that'd be funny. Maybe one day, but no, I I really do need to work on just getting myself comfortable you know, on stage. You know what talk. it is like? It's about right. So so you're so I, when you're sitting there, you're quite comfortable doing this, aren't you? Talking to me, aye, right. Uh, so I mean, I think that means it's the audience that's the problem, and it's that's what's making me nervous. Aye, so, so, so there's obviously people watching this, they're just not physically here. <laughs> so there's a couple of examples I might have mentioned before. Like there was a wee guy, wee taxi driver, who done my workshop last year. Oh, was he the problematic guy? No, 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 no. That was another guy. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and he was, and when he was on stage, he was a bit kind of nervous, but he was a bit of a loudmouth, but in a good way, like, oh, yeah. when he was off stage. Um, it was like, and, uh, but then, so, do you know where the bar is? He used to stand next right, to yeah. the bar. That was his kind of place. He'd stand, he wouldn't sit down. Right. I get a sore back or something, but he'd stand there. He'd walk on stage, do his bit. But then, so so when he was on stage, it was a bit kind of no him. It wasn't really. It was kind of nervous version of him. Yeah. But then he'd walk like four yards to the bar and stand, still standing, and say things that were funny. And I was like, right, do you know what? Right, you're standing over there with the microphone. You lose something, but then you you've, you've only moved four yards. You're still standing. Aye. You're still talking to this audience, and you're being funny. What's the difference? I just need to figure out how to bring that to the stage. So that, that's just kind of what, what I've been thinking. I know you've said that before, and I think you gave a couple of other examples Aye. Uh, last week. So 
I'm aware of that. I just need to try and figure oh, out totally. how to do it. I, I, I mean? It's logically, it makes sense, but subconsciously, it's, it, it, it's kind of... It, uh, it's so there's a lot of things I know. There's a lot of things I know logically, uh, uh, sub, uh, logically about how confidence works. Yeah, but then it's still it's still getting it in your your subconscious mind. Aye. You know what I mean? It's like learning the guitar. You can know how to do it. You're jittery. Aye, but you know, I remember like when first learning to play guitar. It's like you need to think about every chord change and this finger needs to move from there to there and that one to there. Whereas now I can do you that just play without the guitar. thinking. Right? Aye. So, it, so it's, I'm a bit like stand up now. I can just go up and do my thing. Aye. Whereas I've, I'm going to learn, the, well, we need to do that as well. I'll be learning the guitar. What the fuck's that bit? It'll take me, Aye. my brain will only quite connect yet. It'll take a while before I actually get it all together. Aye. But the it's thing the same is, thing it's like stand up. I think the scary thing for me is you can you can do that bit of learning guitar and learning all sorts of skills in privacy in your own home. Aye. Whereas to learn being confident in front of people on stage, you need to get on stage in front of people. Aye. <laughs> so it's, it's also learning, it's not just learning the, the how you meant to say, it's learning to deal with the fear. It's like, that's yeah. a big thing. It's like, how do you deal with the fear? And, that, and that's a big thing. Yeah. It's like learned, learning not to give a fuck what people think. Yeah. I do think that's even a skill in the, itself. Even in the three weeks so far of the workshop, I feel like I've got slightly better and very slightly more comfortable Aye. on stage. Like the first time, Again, because I didn't have anything prepared, which I know was still the idea of it. Then when we started doing the stuff, like you get a wee subject and try and talk about it. Whatever I got, I was struggling to make something of Aye. it. And there's other guys like uh, Grant. Aye. Bearded Grant, not Farmer Grant. Aye, aye, aye. He was kind of similar. Aye. He's got that sort of awkwardness of, I don't know what to say here, but him sort of standing there silently trying to figure it out in his head, he made it funny. I don't, I don't know if he made it funny or it just was funny. It was funny, aye. Because <laughs> uh, he was talking about your thought process. Aye. Sometimes talking about your thought process, I'm nervous, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm just going to... Aye. So he, he kind of worked that and it was enjoyable to watch, whereas in my head, I was just fucking panicking, like, fucking say something and then the more I panicked about it, the more I was like, I, just, I need to fucking get off here, I need aye. to do... I either need to figure out something to say aye. to get myself out of this or go a fight or flight, quite literally. Aye, totally, aye. aye and I, I don't ever see myself going for the flight option. Aye, I'll, I'll always try and work my way through it and get where I'm trying Aye. to go, but it was just a bit fucking mad in my Aye. head. <laughs> it's oh, like, I mean, but there's a, there's a few people like that, like the same way. Uh, Theo, Theo, the first week was trying mad to not just leave the stage. Aye, um, and, and they eventually did. They eventually managed to Aye, get up last week. week. Had a good wee, a wee set together. Aye, so that was really good to see, and I kind of felt the same. Like I remember last when I got off last week and did the. After I did these two wee bits, the bit about my gran and then the the Blackpool bit that we'll maybe talk about in a minute. Like, I was sort of glad to get it done, glad I'd done it. Knew that I'd missed out some bits, but then when I sat down, I was even like a wee bit shaky. Aye. So I, I, I know I need to get it out of me, but I'm... I'll be fine. I'm the, the, only, <laughs> the only way to deal with it is doing a few gigs. That's all you can do. Aye. Do you think it's easier in, a, in the context of there's going to be people in that gig just there for a laugh oh, of a gig? Aye. Totally. Because there's like, doing it in front of a class is harder than doing it in front of an actual audience. Yeah, because like, I know you get some laughs here and there at the class. Aye. But people are more thinking and learning with that. Aye. But so. obviously that's kind of the point. You're trying to analyse what they're saying and give them aye. ideas on how to improve it or whatever. Um, but, but on the night, I'm, not, I'm not saying we're standing there telling jokes, getting no laughs, but I feel like it will be a lot more of a laugh. Aye. In the totally context aye, just of, a, of an audience. I've got a gig tonight, so... It's half six. Half six, right. So I'll let you leave shortly, so... Aye, no worries. We're over an hour anyway. Aye, aye. Um, 
I, I usually, I just because I've got a gig, I should be there at like half seven, quarter to eight. So just no, yeah, fine. be fine. What was the time in Glasgow? I've got the car. I was going to, I was going to die. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, so what, what else have we learned? What today? Aye. Uh, uh, you just fart there? No, that was my move. <laughs> Um, I heard a noise behind you as well. What is it? This, this, this seat. Oh, I know it doesn't squeak. Um, right, well, I'm, I'm happy at least to have got the examples of discontinued British snacks, which Aye. I can maybe, as as you said, turn that into its own wee thing. I can be like, you know, it's funny, you can get these things that are grand. It's like, you get these that you don't get anymore. And then just from that, go on the wee tangent of, do you know what else you don't get? Like, I've not seen these in ages. And then why would they get rid of this? And that can turn into whatever. Uh, even, even can I then, then go, oh shit, I forgot, I was talking, my granny's a cunt or something. <laughs> so you could go on that, the tangent, all you need is one wee brief mention. Aye, about just, to, just to bridge into that, a wee segue aye, or whatever. Aye. So aye, I'll, I'll try and work that in. Uh, Which might work. And, and, and that, so you know, that's how kind of stand up works. The, all that came for you is just having a chat about yeah. it. And you're not thinking about it too much. So sometimes if you're sitting down with a bit of paper, try to come with that, doesn't it happen? Aye. If you're sitting there going, uh, just talking shite, and then you go, oh, fuck, what if you've done that and actually spoke Aye. about all these biscuits? There's been quite a few examples of that already in the workshop where somebody's gone up, tried a bit, and somebody, you know, somebody goes, what if you try this? Or here's Aye. another redirection you could take that. Aye. And it's turned into something more or better. Aye, there was, like, like, um, what was her name? Northern Irish. Uh, Bernie. Bernie, she'd done the bit about losing her accent. They might have turned into a bit picking up different accents. Aye, and then we had the whole conversation about what accents are you allowed to do. I can't do that one. Aye, that's that's racist. That one. So, aye. so that's so that. that I mean, it's just chatting about it. Go, all right, that that might work a bit differently. Aye, and that's that's how I like doing it is getting people up as much as possible because you discover things as you're yeah. doing it. No, I, I do enjoy that aspect of it. Aye. Um, do you want to look at my other bit or do you want to save that for another episode? Ho- um, hopefully, we can record another one this week. Aye, let's do another one this week. Um, but we'll, we'll come back we'll talk about that obviously we've got the workshop tomorrow so we'll come back from that with aye. a bit more and we'll see if what that bit we've talked about with the gran aye. has developed or turned into anything else aye cool. that'll be good and well, we, we, we'll record your set for the podcast when we do it from the gig aye um, we'll record it and then I'll decide after depending <laughs> how it went whether aye, it goes out like shit, <laughs> so we'll record, record these uh, mine have still got to do my own mic gig so we've still got to sort that yep. Right, we'll do that. We'll sort that out soon, right? Again, you've got the luxury of being able to rehearse for that <laughs> without an audience. <laughs> I still need an audience, though, man. Well, I suppose I need to learn the I, song. No, but I mean, that. that's, I think that's the bit of comedy it, that's scaring me, that it's hard to rehearse without an audience. Right. You, do you think it's easier for me, do you think it's easier for me going for stand-up to singing a song than it is other way about? Or do you think going for singing to doing stand-up's harder? I, I think probably, your way's probably harder. But I can't um, sing, but... Yeah, I think music there is a to an extent. There's just a way that you can learn to like you can learn how to play that song, and that's that. Whereas you can't learn to be funny. But still performing the song though is you know what I mean. Well, that's that as a whole other thing. Like I, that's the difference of like whether I was just learning to write jokes, or or not, not comparing to write a song. Do you know what I mean? Because that's a whole thing that even I'm not very good at. Like musicians as well though. So you probably found this as a new music when you started music. You could play the song, play and sing the songs, but as you learn, you learn how to be more of a performer. Aye, I think as I learned, so you can do not, the song. I, I, I didn't necessarily it. learn how to play guitar, and then get to a point where I was like, I'm now good enough to go and do this. I sort of did them together. Right, do you know what I mean? I did them at the same time. Right, you developed an on-stage persona way as well, kind of thing. Aye, over the years. Aye, so I suppose it is quite similar to comedy. I don't know if there is a harder one of 
a harder one of the two. Nah. They're quite similar in it's terms of... It's the same as harder. A 147 or a 9 dart finish. It's like an argument, isn't it? <laughs> or a hole-in-one. I don't, I don't know all these things. Nah. I, I, I know about the 9 darts. What's a 147? That's a high-spreading snooker. I don't, I don't do snooker. <sighs> Are we ending on that shock? All these I've learned all these biscuits are gone and uh, <laughs> and Chris doesn't know about the one four seven. This can oh, she's been bullying me all day. Bullying away in shite. <laughs> see, see, see. <laughs> Psychological it's passive aggressive stuff. It's like we digs, we digs, just we digs, we chipping the <laughs> You don't get Taz bars anymore, but that's just like a caramel Fredo, isn't it? Ah, aye, that's just a Fredo, isn't it? That's just the same thing. Right. I don't want to know anymore, Chris. It's not doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> What's the one my grand talks about? No, my mum, uh, Aspira. My mum always talks about. Aspira. Oh, they were brilliant. Aye, there away. You used to be able to shoot your juice through them. <laughs> you did. It was like they could. It was like I've had, seen, a, had a hole in the middle, so you could shoot your iron, your juice through. I, did, it, I saw one middle. earlier when I was looking at these pictures, and I remember I went to the. We'll finish after this, and we need to go. <laughs> I, know, I remember I know. once I went to the Cadbury factory in Birmingham. Oh no way, man! Uh, with my mum, and they had like a wee. There's one there actually, there's a spider. Oh, they were brilliant. They had a wee sort of display of discontinued things and my mum was like, I love them! Two, what does it say? Two twists of dairy milk. And they were like Twix shaped and all. Oh, I see, I see what you mean. It's got like a wee hole in it that you could ah, aye, aye. suck through. Aye, so good, you actually. can actually like use it as a straw. It was like multifunctional. I liked those. <laughs> this, this could go way on. You used to get a Cocoa Pop straws that was like a wee wafer. That you could that you would suck your bowl of milk through, oh, right. and, then, like and then uh, you'd eat the wafer, the straw. That was, was it made of chocolate as well? Ah, there was like uh, chocolate on the inside oh, of the right. wafer. It was like a wee wafer. That's how we're all fucked with health. <laughs> feeding, feeding, uh, feeding. No wonder I look chocolate. in such a way that my gran needs to go. I know. Been to the gym because I, I grew up drinking, drinking milk through chocolate a chocolate for straw. Your breakfast. <laughs> no wonder fucking diabetes and shit's happening, man. Oh dear Cereal Cadbury Cad, The guy Cadbury invented breakfast Then fucking fed oh, sugar uh, to I, the world uh, Kellogg 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 that guy I remember that He was a cunt That whole uh, breakfast is the most important meal of the day That's a marketing ploy aye, from Kellogg's I've aye, never seen that Aye Aye I, I mean I found that out a few years ago I was like fucking hell man Brainwashed the fuck Aye We could go on We should aye. end there right? no, We should end there anyway <laughs> Thanks for watching Remember follow the socials And subscribe Start, start leaving reviews and start commenting. I start commenting and give us that. some validation, man. Because <laughs> nobody cares. Well, we'll, just, we'll get five, I think we'll get, I don't know, six, seven. Maybe we don't even know how many people are actually watching every week. <laughs> if it's just me clicking on it every now and again, that adds up to the views. But let us know. Follow, follow us. Come and see me at uh, the, the comedy festival, Glasgow. Oh, yep. Uh, I've been putting the links for that on all the other videos. Aye. So the links in the description. The fuck it list. Do you, remember the, do you remember the dates off the top of your head? If not, I've got them. 23rd here. and the 28th, I think. So that's uh, Sleazy's in the 23rd and Blackfriars in the 28th. Aye, aye. Something like that. Come and see it. Come and see it. Enjoy. But other than that, thanks for listening. And uh, I'm really sorry about letting you know all those chocolate bars and biscuits that no longer exist. Uh, so we'll have a minute of silence for that. But thanks for listening. Fuck your minute of silence. Thanks for watching. Bye. <laughs>